Welcome to the Winter Maintenance Podcast, Episode 20, Part 1 of the FHWA Claris Initiative webcast. I'm Dwayne Collett. On June 25th of 2007, the FHWA hosted a webcast on the Claris Initiative. The FHWA granted the Winter Maintenance Podcast permission to make the webcast proceedings available. So you can listen to these presentations on your MP3 player or iPod while you commute to and from work, the webcast audio has been divided into five parts. A link to the PowerPoint slides used in the webcast can be found in the episode notes. Part 1 contains an overview of Claris, regional demonstration objectives, other Claris activities, and Phase 1 details of the regional demonstrations. I would now like to turn the call over to Mr. Paul Tassano. Thank you, sir. You may begin. Great. Thank you, and good morning, everybody. Uh, again, this is Paul Pisano, Federal Highway Administration. I'd like to welcome you to uh, Claris Initiative webcast, a program update. We have a uh, very full uh, uh, webcast this morning, so I would like to just go ahead and get started. Uh, we've got, um, as mentioned before, we have everything is on mute right now, but we have the chat area in the um, on the webcast, if you have questions, please uh, feel free to type questions uh, during the presentations in that chat box, and then we'll, we will get to the questions at the end of the presentation. So with that, uh, let me go to the next slide. We have uh, six people on the agenda today to speak about the Clarence Initiative. I'll be talking as well as uh, Pat Kennedy from the Federal Highway Road Weather Management Team, Andy Stern from Noblis, formerly MitreTech. Jack Stickle from Alaska DOT and Public Facilities, uh, Dennis Berkheimer instead of Tina Greenfield-Hewitt from the Iowa DOT, and Dave Huff from South Dakota DOT. The agenda is uh, captured here. What we're going to be going through on the, uh, the conference today is um, first a refresher on the Claris Initiative. Uh, we'll review some of the activities that have occurred since the um, fourth meeting of the Initiative Coordinating Committee, which happened back in August of 2006. We'll provide a status on the regional demonstration, which includes uh, presentations by the CONOP development team, a discussion about uh, the Connection Incentive Program, which is in the uh, grants program to help states get connected to the CLARA system, and then a little bit about the CONOPS test and evaluation. Uh, fourth item on the agenda is to provide an update on Claris and VII, which is a Vehicle Infrastructure Integration Initiative, and we'll talk about the activities taking place under that. And then we'll give some details on um, meeting number five. Let's see. Okay. First of all, the uh, just to, I know m many of you have been participating in Claris ICC activities uh, from the beginning, so probably are well aware of what the initiative is about. But for those who are fairly new to the initiative, just wanted to give a very brief background on it. Uh, the Claris Initiative is a uh, research and development initiative to demonstrate and evaluate the value of anytime, anywhere, road weather information, which is the tagline of the Road Weather Management Program. 
but we want to demonstrate evaluate the value of this information that's provided by both public agencies and the private weather enterprise to the breadth of transportation users and operators. It's a very broad uh, objective, but that's what uh, we are working towards. This um, initiative is uh, funded out of the ITS program and is jointly run by uh, under both ITS and the Federal Highway Administration. Uh, to achieve our goal of anytime, anywhere, road weather information, uh, we, need to, we needed to create a robust data assimilation, quality checking, and data dissemination system that can provide near real-time atmospheric and pavement observations from the collective state's investments in environmental sensor stations. I'll talk a little bit about what that means uh, in the next slide here. First of all, this slide captures uh, the investments that the state DOTs and other public agencies within the uh, across the nation have made in environmental sensor stations. So this is the number of ESS, as to the best of our knowledge, that have been um, implemented across the country. And we know that, that within each of the states, they uh, make good use of the data, but we also know that there's a lot of opportunity to maximize that investment by providing the uh, quality checking and, and assimilating that data, which then can allow it to be uh, turned into value-added road weather information that goes back to the state DOTs to better manage the system or is provided to uh, the public, that's drivers, uh, truck drivers, whomever, uh, as value-added products so that they can also benefit from this information. That is um, the very high-level view of Claris. I'm going to get a little bit more details, but it, uh, to provide a little variety, I'm also going to turn this over to Andy Stern to talk about the, uh, the Claris system in a little bit more detail. So, Andy, take it away. Thank you very much, Paul. Uh, the Claris system is actually one component of the Claris initiative. The Claris initiative includes not only the systems engineering that went into creating the actual uh, software and the hardware, and the servers that go into um, being able to collect different ESS, uh, but also policy and some research uh, initiatives such as looking at uh, uh, CCTV cameras and trying to determine different types of uh, weather information from that. So the Claris system, as you see on this uh, particular slide, uh, this is the hardware and the communications and the software that goes into the system. Currently, the system is housed at Mixon Hills offices just to the southwest of Kansas City, Missouri, and it's um, currently operating with four processor nodes. And uh, we have the capability of either going out to different State Department of Transportation servers and pulling in collectives of environmental sensor station observations, or actually uh, going ahead and having uh, the states or transportation agencies push their collectives of observations into the system. The system is made up of uh, several different modules. Uh, one is the collector services modules. We have another one, which is a quality checking module, which is currently running nine different quality checking algorithms, and then we have the web portal, which Paul is going to show you later on in the broadcast, um, different types of uh, graphical user interfaces that have been made available to the Claris community. The Claris system will not only ingest environmental sensor station observations, but it has the capability to collect information from mobile um, environmental sensor stations, uh, GPS, AVL uh, systems, 
uh, or even potentially VII probe-based data uh, from future uh, VII systems. Uh, we're also looking at uh, some partnerships in the uh, Claris regional demonstration where we will be uh, potentially ingesting Arwin data from Environment Canada. On the next slide here, we're just going to give some overviews of some major activities since the last ICC meeting. The last meeting was held in Washington in August of 2006. And since then, we have successfully concluded the proof of concept demonstration. We had a meeting in Utah in December where we went through an evaluation, and three different states had successfully integrated their ESS data into the Claris system. Those were Alaska, Utah, and Minnesota. And so we are not only processing their ESS data, but we also have their metadata properly input to the metadata cache. Uh, we have also been successful in, in ingesting uh, nationwide collectives of automated surface observing systems and automated weather observing systems, and we've done several tests of the web, web portal and the subscription services. We've also had the uh, quality checking algorithm evaluation task that has been concluded. The National Center for Atmospheric Research uh, worked with us in uh, task force last year and has provided us with recommendations for planning additional algorithm development and that activity is currently ongoing and we hope to have uh, some additional algorithm development ongoing um, in the next few months. And then finally, uh, we've got some ongoing research which is nearing its concluding phase. Uh, applied research has been done on the use of CCTV cameras by MIT Lincoln Laboratory and uh, they have made several presentations at uh, symposia during last winter and their final report is still pending and we expect that coming up in the near future. The metadata task force uh, met uh, almost a year ago and uh, we were successful in putting together a uh, metadata uh, library of critical and optional fields and that information is extremely important and is available on the Claris Initiative website www.clarisinitiative.org and in particular the critical owner provided metadata uh, document will be extremely important for those transportation agencies that wish to participate in the um, connection incentive program which Paul is going to be describing here in just a couple of minutes. And Paul, you're up. Okay, great. Thank you, Andy. Uh, the regional demonstration is, has been the uh, major part of the, the third major track of the overall Claris initiative. Uh, the first being the stakeholder coordination that has been going on through activities such as this. The second being the system design and development, and then now we're moving into the regional demonstration. Uh, we have uh, the main objectives of the demonstration are to ensure that the Claris system works as designed. Uh, that we can demonstrate the ability of the CLARA system to process data from large numbers of environmental sensor stations and to also promote and educate on metadata collection. Uh, second objective is to foster proactive transportation system management. And then the third is to encourage improved private sector services for road weather information. What that means is uh, particularly in for the second bullet is that we want to see the development of business-to-government solutions. We want to see that the uh, products and services that can come out of the uh, Claris system 
help state departments of transportation and local agencies better manage the system because of the weather. And then the third bullet pertains to those business-to-business solutions that we want to also foster the development of. So um, that is where we're, we're moving to, uh, to um, as part of the regional demonstration. And in order to achieve those objectives, we've laid out our plan in three phases. And with that, I'm going to go to the next slide and turn it over to Pat Kennedy to speak uh, about the phases overall and a little bit about phase one. Pat? Okay. Thank you, Paul. Good morning, everybody. And as Paul mentioned, in order to meet the objectives of the regional demonstration, we've got this broken into three phases. Uh, we are currently up and running in phase one, which included uh, putting out a request for applications. We were looking for a uh, team-based, team-based approach. Uh, involving public transportation agencies uh, to come up with a group of states and or Canadian provinces that formed a region that uh, was contiguous uh, that could could be used as a, as a site for creating a CONOPS and ultimately solutions uh, that are using Claris. Uh, one of the requirements was also that, you know, the, to participate in this, uh, the states and Canadian provinces involved would be providing their ESS data into the CLARIS system. And I'll be talking a little more about phase one here right after this slide. Uh, phase two, which has been mentioned, is the Connection Incentive Program. Again, it's another uh, part of the regional demonstration where we're trying to build up more ESS data in the CLARIS system. Uh, the money that will be available through this uh, can be used to offset some of the costs uh, involved with uh, you know, compiling metadata, accessing metadata, uh, and some other stuff, but you'll hear a lot more about this uh, a little further on. Finally, phase three will be uh, after the phase one is concluded and the CONOPS have been created, we'll be taking a look at the solutions that have been come up with and uh, see if there's ones that we feel are worthy of uh, possibly being developed by the uh, private sector. Uh, so there'll be an opportunity there to possibly see the solutions uh, being developed by the private sector, and also whoever selected would be doing an independent evaluation of the CLARIS system uh, to give us feedback on, you know, pros and cons of what they see of how the system has been developed so far. Uh, Phase one, as I mentioned, the, the or as Paul mentioned, the objectives is, uh, you know, that each one of the teams that have been uh, chosen will create a concept of operations that ultimately will try to identify uh, solutions using Claris that can be uh, used by, you know, the, the surface weather transportation community at large. And uh, also, one of the underlying goals of all of this is to continue expanding the Claris database, which uh, will allow us to test the robustness of that system and uh, make sure it's operating the way we, we believe it's going to operate. The RFA was originally posted for the, for the applications trying to uh, search teams out that would be interested in uh, participating was uh, issued on October 1st, 2006, closed in December. Uh, the awards were made to three teams. You'll be hearing shortly from uh, a representative from each team. The period of performance for phase one is nine months uh, from May 1. Uh, the, this also included uh, Claris training, which some has already taken place, and there'll be some coming up in July for the uh, team members to uh, 
you know, really get their hands on Claris and, and see what uh, Mixon Hill has done at this point as far as developing this system. Uh, and then we're also encouraging that ESS connections to Claris by the people participating in this uh, regional demonstration are made by September 07 for the next ICC meeting. And this picture kind of shows you who the uh, three different teams are. So you have uh, Alaska and three uh, Canadian provinces that are forming one of the teams. You have the Northwest Passage, which is in blue, and then also uh, four members of the Aurora program, which is in yellow. Our thanks to the FHWA for permitting us to bring this webcast to you. If you would like to contact any of the speakers, use the Contact Me button or leave me a message at 206-309-0845 and I will forward your message to them. Thanks for listening and so long for now.